Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Now, Jordan, I you can see this through our video conference. Uh, and the people who are watching live on YouTube, on the MaxFun YouTube channel can see this. But I'm wearing a safari vest today. Mm-hmm. And... I posted a fit pic. You know about fit pics? Yeah, it's a, a picture of how uh, fit you are. It's like a muscle, like a muscle pic. Yeah, calves, strip down. Lats, delts. Stri- strip down to show off my delts. Pecs. Um, dick. <laughs> <laughs> the only muscle that counts, right? Oh, man. Oh. My dick exercises have really been paying off, George. <laughs> I am swole. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm wearing this. Or it could be a photographer's vest, arguably. Mm-hmm. And I posted a fit pic on the internet. That's a picture of your outfit. Right. And uh, one of my Twitter followers said, oh, <laughs> where's your sign? I buy fishing lures. <laughs> and now I'm burned to a crisp forever. Man, roasted. I will never, I will never recover from the question, where is your sign that says, I buy fishing lures? Thoroughly, thoroughly roasted. Call Kenny Rogers because you've God. been roasted like one of his famous chickens. That's, well, his chickens are broasted, Jordan. Oh, that's right. Can you be broasted online? I think I got broasted by by a one of my bros. Yeah. <laughs> on the internet. That happens when uh, Jordan Peterson insults a Sports Illustrated model. He gets broasted. Do you know about that thing where you walk around carrying a sign of the thing that you collect? Uh, I actually, I, yeah, I maybe don't quite know the reference of where's your sign saying. Is that something that somebody would do at like Comic-Con? Would somebody walk around with a sign of the thing they want to buy? Oh, maybe. Yeah, looking for Silver Age Fantastic Fours or something like that. So at the at the flea market, mm-hmm. there's a couple different kinds of guy that walk around. Yeah. There's this guy who walks around with a cart that has a bird noise generator inside of it. Okay. I don't know to what that guy's sca- story to is. Scare off snakes? <laughs> I think that's the only possible answer right. for what this man is up to. Um, there's a shirtless guy who wears a lot of Southwestern jewelry mm-hmm. and he just goes around to buy and sell Southwestern jewelry, but he's never wearing a shirt. Okay. He looks great. I'm not even going to, yeah. I'm not going to fuck around. How's like the fit? guy looks, he, this guy could take a fit pick right mm-hmm. then and there. Right. Uh, he looks like, uh, he looks like, uh, Jim Morrison, maybe from Wayne's world too. Okay. Um, and then uh, uh, and then there's like a guy who will walk around with a, sometimes a T-shirt, a homemade T-shirt, or sometimes a cardboard sign, or like a sandwich board kind of sign, but lightweight for walking, mm-hmm. that says, I buy, for example, old fishing lures. I would say old fishing lures is the number one. Like stamps, so actually, maybe. So that's actually... Someone, there are people that are literally looking for old fishing lures. One thousand percent. I'm not. This is, is a, not something. This is a type. Like, not just there's people looking for old fishing lures. There are guys with signs that say, "I buy old fishing lures." Mm-hmm. One, no question about it. One hundred percent. This is not a made up thing. Not a no. It's not that they're 
They're adding guys with signs to guys who are looking for old fishing lures. There's guys with this particular sign, 1,000%. How, how do you think I would do? Uh-huh. I mean, I mean, I'm looking for things as well. What if I went to the flea market with a sign that says, just looking for a little human connection? Yeah. <laughs> I in think. This, in this crazy world. I don't know. Are you willing to pay market prices? No, I'm going to haggle a little bit. I'm going to haggle a little bit. How close to retail are you willing to? Yeah. I mean, like, what's your markup on this? I'm not going to get ripped off, okay? I'm not a chump. Are you looking for dealer prices? Yeah. I mean, it just depends on the connection, I guess. Depends on the human. Yeah. What would be, what's top of the line? Like, what's the upside down airplane stamp of human connection? Jason Momoa? Uh, sure. <laughs> Getting to connect with Jason Momoa briefly. Just any, any kind of connection with Jason Momoa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fair enough. Even just a hand on the shoulder. Yeah, that'd be great. Do you think he could lift you with a hand on the shoulder? Probably, right? Like, could he palm me like a basketball? <laughs> That's, well, your shoulder, yeah, and then lift you by the shoulder. I, I, I think so. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how, if he's. Like, he's certainly in, like, great movie star superhero shape. I don't know if he's, like, buffed out to the point where he does that. I think he's just, like, striking. Or maybe he is. I don't know. Um, I've not seen a fit pick in a while. But I think this guy, I think this guy's dick is swole. <laughs> well, sure. <laughs> this guy's gorgeous. Well, sure. This guy's fucking ripped like a dolphin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sleep. You know how dolphins are super Oily. ripped, though? <laughs> Should we introduce our confused guest? Yes. Everybody know. I don't think I don't think he's confused. I think everybody knows that Jason Momoa is dolphin like. That's why he was cast as Aquaman. Come on. They had to teach him they had to teach him English so he could become a movie star. He only communicated in whistles and right. squeaks. <laughs> Um, our guest on the program is a legendary comedy writer, uh, for, I mean, well, we could go on for days, but the Simpsons, Portlandia, many, many others. Uh, he's the proprietor of the steamed ham society. I don't know if that's your actual title, Bill proprietor under president CEO. <laughs> what about Godhead? That's pretty good too. Yeah. That, on. <laughs> that seems right. Yeah. Bill Oakley is our guest. Hi, Bill. How are you? Hey, it's great to be here. I'm excited. I'm excited. We had a lot of exciting stuff in store. I know for this for this particular podcast. Um, now, I now I think this there's a great segue here. We talked a little bit about fit picks, Bill. I've seen a fit pick of you on the internet that I need some more information on. Do you have an Arby's sweatsuit? <laughs> I, I do. Um, Tell us everything. How do I start on this? Uh, Arby's, I actually have, I, Arby's has sent me two sweatsuits over the past couple of years. Wow. Um, including the smoked one, which I had to give away because it smelled so strongly. It, it, it you couldn't, it was unbearable. <laughs> I just assume they sent you a second sweatsuit because because they like me so too much? much Arby's and the first sweatsuit didn't fit anymore. They've been pretty good to me. They did send me their, their, their uh, vodka and stuff and they sent me a hat too. I might put that on a little bit later. It's right here. But um, the Arby's had this thing a few years ago where they had this thing called the meat sweats and it was a sweatsuit, you know, like a track suit uh-huh. that had pictures of meat on it. And um, it looks like you have been flayed when you wear it. Um, so I only <laughs> wear it for Halloween and stuff and I do have it and I wear the hat. They, I think uh, separately they sent me the hat, you know, the Arby's tall hat. that's like their logo. 
that looks like that one Pharrell wore so famously like 10 years ago. Uh, yes. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yes, I do wear that. It's mainly a Halloween costume or I wear for other, you know, Arby's promotional funny videos. But uh, that's the to answer your question. Yes, I do have that sweatsuit. And I, it's right behind me, as a matter of fact. Wow. I have a question. When you say it makes you look like you're flayed, do you mean like like slim good body? Mm. it makes it look like you don't have any skin and you can, and you're just a pile of meat. <laughs> yeah. Aren't I mean, we all though? Huh? Aren't we yeah, all? I just mean, a, makes you think, makes you think that's slim. Good body all the way, baby. God, I'd love to see slim. Good body sign up to, to be uh, an Arby's influencer. So when you say that the other one smelled too bad, was it like intentionally spritzed with like a yeah. meat smell? It, it was a, sh- a short-lived promotion they did with a um, where they wear something. They sweatsuits that were smoked. It was different than the meat sweats. It was a separate set of brown sweats that had been literally smoked in a smokehouse. Oh my gosh! Um, and they smelled terrific, but very strongly. They smelled like a bar. You know, like you were in a smokehouse. And like I had to seal them up in like a plastic bag and put them in another room. They, and I finally gave them away to somebody. I said, first person to come pick these up can have them. Uh, so a, a local resident came and got them and, and, and God bless him for taking them away. Um, but they were they you could I mean, people were complaining. It's very much like the KFC fire log that KFC made that Kentucky fried chicken scented fire log last holiday season and this is oh yeah and it it it, it reeked uh <laughs> and i had to throw it away to had to get out of the house too fast like that stuff um they're pretty pretty good at, at, at approximate at making these smells but um i don't really want them in my house bill are you at all concerned that you gave your address to someone who wants a smoked sweatsuit i know i didn't give him my address we met we <laughs> we met a couple blocks away <laughs> now we're talking. in high school <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> under the bleachers uh, yeah, in your in your position as a as a food influencer, and I I think that's a that's a safe way to describe you at this point. If yeah. people do not follow Bill Oakley on Instagram, you really need to do it. Bill does incredibly highly produced short videos about food, and especially about uh, mass market foods, your uh, fast foods, and your grocery store foods, uh, and novelty, novelty grocery store foods, uh, in particular. Yeah, that's true. And there's, I mean, there's a number of, uh, I'm turning this into an, an, a mini empire where it's not, it's not just that there's also, you know, I appear on the history channel on the food that built America now. And I do, I do, I'm actually, I'm writing a book on this topic. I have starting a couple of podcasts on this topic (laughs) and the steam time society, which I want to plug. Go to steamhamsociety.com if you're interested in joining. This is kind of a food collective, a club where people like, uh, you know, we talk about it. We exchange, the, we exchange like this is the best spice to put in your barbecue. This is the best recipe for cheesecake. You know, you got to try this new thing, these new chips from Ohio, things of that nature. Um, and there's a lot of perks to it. If you're interested in food at all, definitely check it out because um, it's growing and it's extremely fun. We have secret menu items too. And it just started here in Portland for members. Someday we're going to be able to move. Or something that someday, hopefully, will be a collective that can say, we demand that Taco Bell bring back the double-decker taco, and they will do it. <laughs> That's the dream, right? Right. You got to yeah. organize, though. Right. You got to like, organize. You got to do the work on the ground. Right. Like, just exactly. like evangelical Christians, you, mm-hmm. <laughs> you it's bind a long together. Game. Yeah. Totally. That's, you know, why, why can't we do that, too? You know, yeah. why can't us, us uh, likers of low-end foods band together <laughs> to move markets and right. stuff? What's um, the best? What's the best chips from Ohio? Now I'm intrigued. You know, uh, Grippo's 
yeah. are, are from a kind of a you know Grippos? No, about, Grippos. like the, the um, it's another one of those brands. that's kind of like the Northern Kentucky, Southern Ohio. I think um, they I've had some of them. I mean, they're hard to get, uh, and they were have been uniformly terrific. So. That's my best Ohio. I can't believe I actually pulled that out of the hat because I made that as a fake example. And you asked and put me on the spot. Hell yeah. And I, and I answered. Off the dome. Best Ohio chip, fifth best Marks brother. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, because, like, I mean, we mentioned the sweatsuit. And obviously, like, the sweatsuit is really, is really an amazing, amazing item. But uh, other than that, what is the best piece of swag you've gotten as your, in your position as a food influencer? Honestly, it's it's ice maker. The uh, the play, a liquor store in Orange County has been sending me liquor uh, for a couple of years, uh, putting on my Instagram and and to make. Um, I guess it was my ties. Uh, they sent me an, a countertop ice maker that makes pebble ice, and it is oh. so. I use it every day. Yeah, uh, it's amazing. So that's not. I wouldn't say that's like the. It's not the sexiest item I've been sent, but it is the most. It's absolutely the best. Other than that, I got uh, nine dozen oysters were sent to me on a plane <laughs> from an oyster farm in Alaska. That that was beyond great. And then also like the place that manufactures uh, desserts for White Castle sent me a big box of the stuff that those desserts they sell at White Castle, which we don't have out here, like the um, the gooey St. Louis gooey butter cake. Uh, and stuff, and that was terrific. Uh, some of the things that spring to mind. Ben Harrison got one of those pebble ice makers, and I got so jealous that I complained about how I didn't have one on Judge John Hodgman, and uh, Hodgman sent me one because he loves me. <gasps> oh my God! So you have one too? Yeah. Do you have the uh, Do you have the extra jug attachment? Because that's yeah. What, yeah. You, I, I think oh, it's yeah. a, it's the GE Opal. We're talking about the GE Opal ice yeah. maker. That's the Fuck one. It, baby. It, that's the one. It is. It's it's so good, and it like, you know. I would never have thought of, well, fortunately, somebody sent it to me and, and you got it for free as well. It seems like an indulgence that you would, that only a rich person would have in their pool house. You know, like we have this <laughs> ice countertop ice maker that makes Mai Tai ice. But it's once you get it, it's like regular ice just sucks. Yeah, <laughs> it's so I can't shocking. even I can't even look at regular ice now. Hmm, totally. I, I, thought, I thought it would be look, I already loved pebble ice before I got this pebble ice maker. Uh, like I was into it, you know, I was on board. But I truly thought that. This was a product that I would not want to maintain, that I would not want taking up the counter space. And I almost felt embarrassed when Hodgman sent it to me for Christmas. And then it is probably the thing I love most in my entire home, <laughs> like it's, more than my dogs and children and wife. I've, I've never met anyone else who owned it. And this is an exciting moment for me to be able to share ice maker stories with you. Uh. I hope everyone in the audience is appreciating this. <laughs> Because it's going to be, I, I got a lot of deep dives. Now, do you clean it? Do you clean it as per the maintenance schedule? Jordan, including the, <laughs> Jordan, this is the this is the new a uh, guest is on who wants to talk about sports. I love this. Man. <laughs> I love this man. <laughs> you got to clean it, baby, and you got to you got to use a you got to you got to use a drop of uh you got to use a drop oh, of ice maker a little tiny bleach. bit of bleach, or yes. you got to use some white vinegar to clean out those tubes, especially. Jordan, we got hard water, baby. Our water's hard as a rock here in Los Angeles. You don't want those deposits to clog up your tubes. Yeah. Totally. How's the Portland water, Bill? Uh, It's good. And the thing about it actually is, and and you probably know this, Jesse, the more frequently you use the machine, the more – what the problem is if you don't use the machine and the water doesn't circulate, uh, then it builds up. The the, the deposits build up. If you use it frequently like I do every day, refilling it twice a day – it doesn't have so much issues, but yes, I do clean it as well. I take great pride in cleaning it. 
monthly with uh, draining it. And then also, you know, every three months with the special ice maker cleaning fluid that I bought. This is great. I can't wait. To- <laughs> wait, <laughs> wait to join you have me. special cleaning fluid? Yes. Bill? Yes. Wow. If you haven't watched the YouTube video that GE produced about how to clean this. <laughs> missing out and you do need the special cleaning fluid and and it helps to have some of the other little um you know brushes and stuff but anyway this is it it's great it okay well we probably spent enough time on this topic but uh, maybe we should do a separate podcast (laughs) honestly this is the most content jordan jesse go has had in years (laughs) (laughs) finally jordan actually be a helpful conversation someone yeah granted three people but still that's three more than before um you know i think this is actually a great time um to kind of transition into the special segment we've prepared um that bill has helped us prepare um now uh, uh bill i think I, a obviously like some of the food you review on the show is like on your show and by show i mean instagram that's a show right it's a yeah, show in your phone. sure um it's like, you know, the return of the Mexican pizza, the, uh, you know, here is a banana ice cream they serve at the McDonald's in Japan, things like yeah. this. Um, but also, I'm really interested in your passion for, like, packaged supermarket snacks. Um, where did did this passion come up because this was, like, the food that was around your house growing up? Or was it a thing where, oh, we only got to eat carobs, so now that I'm a grown-up, I can just go wild? Uh, it was not, we did not have that part of the, my fascination with fast food and this stuff in general is that I was deprived of it as a kid, not because my parents were healthy, but because it was a, it was a long time ago and then there were McDonald's everywhere. Like I had to go you'd be lucky. It was 60 miles away. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I could take it once on my birthday and that kind of thing. And that's my fascination with this. Now we did have more supermarket food growing up. Um, but not to the extent that, um, you know, the extent I have it now. Like and also things didn't exist like this, you know. Like it, when I was a kid, they had regular potato chips and barbecue potato chips, and that was it. You know, now we got sixteen flavors of Lay's at every supermarket. So it's something that I'm interested in, uh, and it's also something like, as I said, in the Steam Ham Society, we talk about it. People say, you know, the day that something comes out, like they got the new whatever, the new flame and lime. Uh, ruffles or whatever and like you know is it good is it worth stopping by and get getting and yes and so i am very interested in that kind of thing i love it when new flavors of stuff come out and it's something that not just in fast food but in snack food ice cream whatever you know it's something i like to try i don't know why that is (laughs) so we had you send to our producer brian your picks for the greatest like widely available supermarket foods um and I think we want to try them on the air because I don't know about Jesse. I, I, th- I know you have a couple of like supermarket snack faves. It's not something that like this is totally not a category that I buy a lot. My kind of like food philosophy is like keep the food around the house kind of boring and then go wild when you go out. I think that's kind of how I operate food wise so a lot of this stuff um you know is not stuff that i get when i go to the grocery store and i'm kind of really excited to try it i'll give you i'll give the audience the mass list and then we can get into what we actually got uh so, mind, by the way keep in mind when you hear this list this is stuff that you could get anywhere like yeah. a lot of this stuff that i particularly like is stuff that you got to order online or it comes from a regional place or a small place so this is this is what you could get at any supermarket in America. Bill, what's your number one order online? Like, what do you order online and then order online again when it's gone? 
mm. Manitoba honey dill sauce, um, which that, is the best sauce. Good. It's uh, it's a, it's a, I don't how much time you want to spend on this, guys. I got a lot. <laughs> I got. Uh, Manitoba honey dill sauce is a sauce that you dip chicken strips or chicken nuggets in. That is basically what it is. It's honey and dill. For some reason, it's only sold in Manitoba. It's the best chicken nugget dipping sauce there is. And I don't know why it hasn't spread even within Canada beyond the borders of Manitoba. But that is what I order and it's expensive and I get it every so often. Um, I also, by the way, have been getting these potato chips. I'm going to be doing a video about this next week. There's a brand of potato chips that they only that they only sold in prisons for the for <laughs> last 20 years that, that ex cons have been wow. seeking out um, like potato chips. They're so good. They're made by this the company that only makes food for prisons. There's and, right. and like, there's a, you know, they make not only food, but also like, you know, shower sandals and toothbrushes and crap that they sell at prison. They also, so these chips were only available in prison canteens mm-hmm. for the past 15 years. And when people were released from prison, they were seeking them out like on Facebook, like they don't sell them anywhere. Um, recently they have been selling them online. They're called the whole shebang. And you can trade them for cigarettes, right? That's how you buy them. <laughs> yes. The cigarettes are against the rules now, Jordan. It's packages of mackerel, which are called Max. <laughs> anyway, that's the other thing I order repeatedly online. Um, I'm going to make a video about it in the next week or two because it is shockingly – it's the best potato chip in America, I would say. Oh, my gosh. Uh, wow. And it, it's, it's weird that nobody knows about it and they don't sell it in the stores. I'm all about uh, father's country hams. I don't even I don't even really fuck with hams that much. I'm not even ordering the hams. I order all the other non-ham items. What kind of stuff? Oh, talking about a a tube of smoked sausage. Mm. Love that. Talking about cracklins. I'll munch those down. Talking about prime prime rib seasoning. Talking about wow. local. Uh, Biscuit mix. That's one that I particularly love is their local biscuit mix. Damn, I have to check this place out. This is exactly the kind of information that should be conveyed back and forth on the Steamed Ham Society Discord. Um, so, Not to brag, but one time I asked Jonathan Gold where I should buy bacon. He told me to go fuck with Father's Country Hams. And now that uh, the late Pulitzer Prize winning uh, food writer Jonathan Gold is dead, I can never find a new place to buy my bacon because uh, he can never suggest a new thing. Is this online or is it in L.A.? Uh, no, it's in Kentucky, I believe. And uh, but they will write um, this down. they will send it to you. They'll send you a summer sausage. They'll send you a ham hock. They'll send you some cracklins. And if you want you want to you want a country ham, you want a spiral glazed ham, go to town. Enjoy it. That's what I say. I wrote it down. I'm going to, the minute this is over, I'm going to go order some. Weisenberger is the name of the biscuit mix, by the way. Weisenberger. Uh, so I'm going to give Bill's master list, and then we're going to kind of get into what yeah. we are actually trying. Master list includes Doritos Tapatio flavor, Snyder's jalapeno pretzel pieces, all caps, dipped in ranch dressing. All caps. Reese's Potato Chips Big Cup, uh, Cheddar Jalapeno Cheetos, Cup Noodles, Stir Fry, Korean Barbecue, Oreos, Apple Cider Donut Flavor, Tostitos, Hint of Spicy Queso Flavor, Sikak, uh, uh, am I saying that right? Kasik. Kasik, Spicy Queso Dip, Crave Sweet Chipotle Beef Jerky, Take Five Candy Bar, Ruffles All Dressed Flavor, and Grillo's Pickle Spears. A um, little heat on here. Uh, Oakley, Oakley likes it hot, I guess, huh? I do. These are all, you know, it, they're pretty mild, you know, by, by heat terms, right. you know, the things in the supermarket generally aren't 
hot to the point that they would cause you pain, like some hot sauces are, but they are a little spicy. And that's like, that's what I prefer to generally something that is more, um, that has a little bit more zest, a little bit more flavoring. Yeah. I'm right there with you, Bill, on a take five bar. If I'm yeah. going to the grocery store and I'm buying a, I'm buying a chocolate bar, I'm not a huge chocolate bar guy. But if I go into the grocery store, I'm buying a chocolate bar off that rack of candy, that big mm -hmm. wall of candy, 100% it's going to be a take five. It's a really good, un. you never get any publicity, it's not like Snickers or whatever, right. you know, you never see any ads for it or anything like that. But it's got a great combination of stuff inside, like that of textures and flavors, including like the pretzels, right? Mashed up pretzels or something like There's that in there. There's a whole pretzel in there, I think. That It, it is a really good candy bar. And I uh, I agree. It's It's... I don't have it that often. I don't buy candy bars that often, but I'm with exactly with you on that's this, Jesse. I, I, I would always choose that one. I'm not going to lie. Our colleague, Christian Duenas, uh, who works at Maximum Fun, one of the producers at Maximum Fun, he had a giant bag of take five bars on his desk at work. And then everyone went home for uh, coronavirus. And, uh, but I would be going to the office sometimes to do stuff or, or work by myself or, or whatever. Um, and over the course of like a year or 18 months, I just ate all of his tick five bars, <laughs> just a hundred percent of them. You don't want them to go bad. <laughs> yeah. I started out like, well, he won't notice if I eat one. And then six months later I had destroyed the entire bag one at a time. <laughs> Um, so we are going to try some of Bill's favorites. Uh, do not worry. We will not be chewing on Mike. We will be chewing off Mike and, uh, Brian will be editing out any, uh, gross mouthings that we, that might slip through. Uh, Wait a minute. Jordan, Brian's going to edit out our gross mouthings. Yeah. He's going to edit out the whole <laughs> What's going to be left? <laughs> just the word the over and over. Yeah, It's just going to be yeah. uh silence. It'll be like a John Cage thing. <laughs> Uh, yeah, hold on. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to go grab my things and then we can do it. I'll be right back. Bill, I did, uh, for these purposes, I do have a sipping glass of ranch. Oh, perfect. Um, perfect. this is like one of my children's glass, uh, juice, juice cups, you know, like a six ounce cup here. I That's got some perfect. ranch in there. Do you, do you, uh, make ranch or do you use a grocery ranch? Typically? I just buy the regular ranch. I buy Ken's or uh, Hidden Valley. Mm -hmm. Hidden Valley is the classic. Classic for yeah. a reason. I don't use a lot of ranch dressing, honestly, for this. I, I, I actually, I don't, I'm not a huge fan of ranch dressing like other people seem to be in this day and age, but, um, I do like to dip pretzels and stuff in it, you know, from time to time. I don't like put it on salads and I don't like to dip pizza in it like some people do. Um, but for the purposes of our, our snack thing, it, it is, it's the perfect accompaniment to this item. Uh, I thought I would be against dipping pizzas in ranch, but then in college they have these bad pizzas, uh -huh. um, but sometimes the other foods are more bad. Um, and so when you have the bad pizza and you dip it in ranch, it is still disgusting, but in a way where you feel like you have control. Uh -huh. uh, I hear you. you know, like you feel like you have created something disgusting for yourself rather than feeling like grossness has been imposed upon you. I understand that sentiment. It is, is a very valid sentiment within the food <laughs> modification community. Um, I do it. I, I don't dip it in um, ranch. Generally, when I do it, have a piece like that, I dip it in uh, you know, spaghetti sauce. Excellent. Jordan, are you um, make your own ranch or are you a grocery ranch man? Oh, um, you know, okay. So I think this will come up 
uh, once uh, once the tasting begins. I'm not a big ranch guy in general. Uh, my my dressing of choice is uh, blue cheese. I love anything blue cheese. Ooh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. It, the, the chonkier, the better. Give yes. me them chonks. Yes. Chonk it up. And uh, my great brand loyalty is to a uh, supermarket uh, blue cheese called Ken's. Ken's Steakhouse. Oh, that's a great dressing. blue cheese. Yep. Yeah. Man, it is so good. Um, I think the Trader Joe's approximation is pretty good if, you, if that's the run you're making that week. But, uh, man, cannot, cannot beat Ken's. Now, the Ken's is very good. But it's Ken's not in the refrigerated blue cheese dressing section, right? It's on the regular. Yes, the, yeah, I believe it's just okay. in there. Because there's also I tend to buy my when I do this blue. I love blue cheese just like you do, especially for wings. I buy from the refrigerated section because I find those to be slightly better. And the, like the Marie's or the Lighthouse brand, oh, chunky okay. blue, they come in the glass jars and they're always yeah. in the refrigerated near the salad section. Okay, those I find those to be slightly better than the unrefrigerated ones. Oh, that's interesting. I'll, I'll buy that blue cheese dressing by the Mason jar. That's my recommendation to you. I found out I, I also love blue cheese dressing. Uh, I, I'm I'm more likely now to put a vinaigrette and some blue cheese on a salad. But um, uh, that is some some blue cheese, not blue cheese dressing and vinaigrette combined together. Um, but I do love like if I'm out, I love a wedge salad at a fancy restaurant. I love a wedge salad at a not fancy restaurant. Uh, I, I love blue cheese too yeah jesse i um i definitely agree with you there that's a great that's a great way to do a salad is the vinaigrette and the like crumbled blue cheese but you know what is also good crumbled hmm. blue cheese and then blue cheese dressing that's also good. <laughs> yeah fair enough fair enough <laughs> i looked up so one day i'm like i didn't have blue cheese dressing i think i was making wings and i thought to myself ah well i have blue cheese in the fridge how hard can it be to make blue cheese dressing uh, the answer is it's very easy because blue cheese dressing is just blue cheese and mayonnaise. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's and it's what's good. in it. <laughs> it's I one I made it once or twice, and it is it's vastly superior. Homemade blue cheese dressing is vastly superior because basically because you can load it up with even more blue cheese than any manufacturer would ever do. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's actually against <laughs> against safety. Federal be guidelines. <laughs> Yeah, I make I make my own ranch, but I make it from powder. I buy I'll go to Costco and buy like a like a 24 ounce jug of ranch powder. Uh and then I will make my my ranch dressing from that and I will sometimes use that ranch powder combine it with homemade mayo and fresh herbs. Wow. <laughs> Just I don't know like it's around, you know, I might as well but yeah, I uh, but from just straight up Hidden Valley Ranch msg salt and buttermilk powder um so let's uh let's 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 get down to business uh while we're talking well let's let's start here since we were talking uh since we're talking dressings we have the snyders of hanover pretzel pieces jalapeno um all caps dipped in ranch um Mm -hmm. now thank you jordan jordan you're the one who made the you're the one who made the grocery trip you were kind enough to bring these over to my pad uh, you made you made the trip from Pasadena uh, to Lincoln Heights. We appreciate that very much. Um, tell me about your grocery experience. Were these were these products available to you in a standard? What are you going to a Kroger? Uh, this was a Vons. This is the Vons. Uh, this is the Vons in Burbank over there by the beautiful Verdugo Aquatic Facility. Oh, great Vons! What were you were you using your phone number to get uh, rewards? There? Yeah, I don't Reward use points. other people's phone numbers <laughs> to get rewards. It's a, a great idea. That's a great idea. Everyone, I recommend using Jordan's phone number yeah. to get rewards points. 
Anyway, so <laughs> these are these are the uh, Snyder's of Hanover pieces, jalapeno. Um, this was the last bag on the shelf, and I I wow. grabbed it like a little goblin. Um, <laughs> so so obviously this yeah, is a popular goblins item. Love jalapenos. Uh, in general, I I don't love a like bagged pretzel. I uh, you know I love like a if a bar's doing a hot pretzel, that's obviously you know, the treat of the century, but just a bag pretzel I don't love, but I'm I'm curious as to kind of what this will be like like uh, with the dip and also the um, jalapeno flavor. So um, Jordan, yeah. how do you feel about a super pretzel? Yeah, I like them. They're great. Obviously, yeah, super pretzel if you're at a if you're at a fair, if you're at a ball game. Yeah, that's uh, that's also a treat. I'll literally buy any pretzel that baseball superstar Mike Trout tells me to buy. So oh, I'm all in on Wetzel's. Super if you're at a mall, a Wetzel's pretzel yeah. is 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 10 times better than you think it's going to be. Anyway, yeah, yeah. this is great. I don't know. There's an Annie's pretzel in the oh, yeah. in Union Station, which mm-hmm. is on my way to mm-hmm. work when I take the subway. And uh, I will, and you walk past it and the wafting is out of control. Yeah. Like the volume of waft that's coming out of that place is beyond words. But I got an Annie's pretzel. It was too sweet for me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I had to switch to the cinnamon sugar one, which is like a treat, sweet treat. Right, just kind of go full dessert with it. Yeah, kind of a regular kind, too sweet for my tastes. But I do love a fresh, I love a super pretzel. Okay, so we got these jalapeno. There's a lot of flavors of Snyder's pretzels, right, Bill? Yeah, just for the uninitiated, people who don't go to the supermarket and look at the stuff uh, all the time. <laughs> Snyder's of Hanover, pretzel company, used to be regional, now it's national. They make a lot of pretzels. Standard pretzels that you get in the supermarket. I, I don't know. It must have been about 10, 15 years ago. They started selling these things called pretzel pieces, which are basically busted up, you know, larger pretzels busted up into shards. And I think what I was thinking about this prior to this podcast, I believe the reason that these people do, they do this is because number one, they could probably reuse busted pretzels, but also I think they hold the flavoring better. Like regular pretzels with their coating don't hold fl- – you don't usually see flavored pretzels. But these, uh, the coating tends to go on the, what used to be the interior of the pretzel. It holds the coating and it also provides a crunch. It's just – it's not like eating a pretzel. It's more like eating a nugget of – I don't know. Of, it's like of a, more carbs. closer to a crouton. Yes, that's exactly yeah. right. It's, it is. Yeah, where did, the, where did the notion to dip it in ranch come from, Bill? Because it's not something I well, think I would automatically think to do. These, they're also, I should say, there's a number of different flavors. They have a buffalo flavor. They got at least three or four, probably many more flavors of this. The jalapeno, to me, is the best one, um, although they're all good. It's partially, be- it's partially because these, if you start eating these, they're good for about three or four of them, and then they become kind of too salty, yeah. and the flavor takes over your mouth, uh, and the saltiness takes over your mouth. So with the ranch dressing, it cuts the saltiness, and it's a flavor that complements the jalapeno. We'll see if you guys agree. Jordan, why don't you be the the yeah. first biter? Yeah, I'll. Uh... I agree with you completely, Bill. Um, my experience with a flavored pretzel is that that the brown outside part doesn't hold the flavor dust the way that I would like it to. Yes, that's my disappointment. Uh, yeah. So this was uh, this is tasty. I like the. Um... I like that a lot of times when I eat a bagged pretzel, I mean, this tastes stale. It has a stale Mm -hmm. quality to it. (laughs) Uh, And these don't this you can this is at least kind of approximating a kind of freshness. I like that there's a uh, a kind of a tough, soft uh, dynamic going on. Uh, You know, the ranch is good. Um, I think for me, the jalapeno flavor just 
just has an artificial note that is kind of sticking in my craw. Mm -hmm. I know, like, obviously, all of this stuff has some sort of artificial flavoring in it, and sometimes they hide it better than others. But yeah, this is a little bit of an aftertaste that is uh, keeping it from being a home run for me. Are you dipping it in the ranch? I am dipping it in the ranch, yes. Okay, because I feel like you're correct about that, but I feel that the ranch dressing... Reduces your complaint. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It is. It is. And, you know, obviously ranch delivery system. This is a great way to do it. But um, right. yeah, it's still that the, 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 the jalapeno dust is um, creating a kind of a dissonance that um, is maybe preventing this from being my favorite. I hear you. I don't think it's everybody's favorite, but I think you're Jesse. You're right. It, it's more like croutons. No, I don't think people would say this is a pretzel. Right. It doesn't resemble a pretzel. It doesn't taste like a pretzel. It's more like eating flavored croutons. What I like about this combination, and I don't think you're wrong, Jordan, but in a way, to me, it flips the script mm. on what's flavoring what. Right. Um, that's urban slang, Jordan. Just like how uh, Netflix <laughs> flipped the script on how we all watch TV. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I think that in a way the jalapeno flavoring is lending zip to the ranch. Mm. So to me, I'm eating something that's, that's ranch flavored with extra zip. And and I'm not, I'm never going to turn down zip. All right. That's a very trenchant analysis. Okay. So I think, I think, I think, I think we've, I think we've, we've done a good job of the pretzels. Why don't we move on to Doritos Tapatio? Now, Jordan, what would you say people come to Jordan Jesse go for primarily? To me, it's got to be trenchancy. For sure, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this week's episode, particularly trenchant. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the, uh, the, so I will say, um, I, I will confess something going into this. Well, I'll, two things. I'll, two things. I think two pieces of information are important before I talk about this. Uh, I guess one, I never loved a Dorito. It's one of those things oh, where I, I know, wow. I know. It's one of those things where I'm like, I'd like five of them in a barbecue, but beyond that, um, you know, it's... Wow. Uh, well, this is going to be... Yeah. Have you tried them yet? Have you tried these yet? So. Okay. <laughs> I know we were supposed to do it here on air. Uh-huh. <laughs> Last night, I got stoned at Pacific Rim on HBO. <laughs> <laughs> I opened these prematurely. <laughs> it just happened. Uh, <laughs> and you ate the entire bag. Okay. Well, some of them are here in this gallon <laughs> Ziploc that he left in my mailbox. I almost did because these fucking rule. These Ooh. are awesome. This is, I mean, obviously, I, I don't love the other Doritos flavors. This is easily the best doritos flavor this bag uh will be gone before lunchtime we're recording this at 10 30 i'm so glad to hear you say that yeah jesse you haven't tried these yet i haven't tried these, these are yet. the best american dorito there is i'm gonna tell you this bill i love doritos if i was gonna choose one chip one chip to rule them all to me it's gotta be cool ranch unless it's cooler ranch now rebranded have you as had cool the flame and hot, have you had the flame and hot cool ranch which came out about three months ago wow that sounds like a thrill it, it is the i'd say it's second only to the one you have in your hand it's hot ter- and cool i yep. mean that is remarkable it's i know <laughs> it's it, it seems almost physically impossible doesn't it but it, it, yeah. it works um it and anyway these i think are are better but only slightly the miles davis of chips bill take 
take it take a bite let us know what you think yeah i i love these i love tapatio i'm a big tapatio fan always have a always have a bottle in the fridge uh if if i'm the, basically for me the reason to eat eggs is because it's something you can dump tapatio on yeah and yeah like having that in a chip is just it's 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 awesome these are great i i'm Oh yeah, these are these are awesome. And you never had them before. Yeah, this is the first time. I wouldn't. I'm so glad that if, if nothing else comes of this podcast, that you got the I <laughs> and nothing will <laughs> to, the, to the best American Dorito flavor. Yeah, I should say this. To me, there's one better flavor that I have had. Oh yeah, but it's not available in America. Mm. Um, it is the sweet chili heat flavor, which is comes in, uh, which is Canadian and also available in the EU. Oh dang. Okay. Um, and it's 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 a little bit different than the sweet chili, the flavor that the sweet spicy chili we have here um and i like it a little bit better but as far as the tapatio flavor it's the best american flavor in my opinion uh, second and then the second would be the flaming hot cool ranch oh here we go jesse try it i gotta tell you this one of the things that struck me immediately is the flavor is corny which is not typically the case in doritos and i can understand jordan why you would not like other doritos but like these yeah not just because you love the taste of Tapatio, but because these taste like corn chips in a way that Doritos typically do not. Typically, the flavor of Doritos completely obliterates any any corn notes in, in the in the profile. Um, I think these are really excellent. I like the way that uh, the the vinegar is represented. It's not only spicy, it, just like hot sauce is typically not only spicy. There is uh, there is flavor there in addition yeah. to the heat. And the heat hangs back a little bit and then lets its presence be known. Not yeah. overwhelmingly so, but this is a very nice chip. Now, are you going to say to me, is this, Dori- is this Frito's flavor twists level good? Hmm. I'm not so sure. I'm not so sure. Mm. I love a flavor twist, but this is an excellent chip. Mm-hmm. So I th- excellent. I think we, uh, we're all in agreement. Doritos Tapatio. Uh, pick it up. Pick it up at your local Vons after you're done at the Verdugo Aquatic Facility. Um, when you get stoned and watch Pacific Crab. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bill, I have a question for you just with regard to these chips and uh, Doritos flavor twists. Uh, do these come in race car shapes at all? Because the so. flavor twists do sometimes come in a race car shape. I've um, never seen. I don't know what you're talking about. You're Fritos. You're talking about Fritos flavor twists. Yeah, and they sometimes come in a race car shape. Are they, to they celebrate? I think Jeff shape. Gordon. What? Sometimes they come in a race car shape to celebrate Jeff Gordon. I think it is. Jeff I'm going to have to look this up. Could be uh, Mario Andretti. I don't know. I can't imagine that being a pleasant texture for a chip, but a race car shape. But I, I'm going to Google it. Oh, wow. <laughs> I, Bill Oakley hates race cars. Big news. <laughs> I don't, nothing I, against race cars. It's all palindromes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so our last treat is the uh, is the Grillo's, the Grillo's Pickles. Um, yes. Yeah, and I had never heard of these. Um, you never heard yeah, of them? Yeah, no, I, I, I've never noticed these in the store. Um it's the regular, right? Because the regular one is the best one. They also have a spicy one and they have pickled chips. They have a, a number of different ones. This is a classic dill. These are pickled Perfect. halves, classic okay, dill. Yeah. Now, I know a little something about uh, about pickle tastes because my mom, who has lived in California for uh, 40 to 45 years, somewhere in that range, uh, has her sister go uh, into Virginia – uh, she lives in Northern Virginia. She goes to the interior of Virginia 
fills a box with Mount Olive sour pickles. <gasps> I love Mount Olive stuff. And and mails them to my mom because there are some Mount Olive pickles that make it out here to the West Coast, uh, but they're like traditional style. Uh, you know, they're like dill pickles. My mom loves a sour pickle. I do not know what the difference is, uh, but it's apparently substantial enough that my mom has her sister pack them up and mail them to her uh, across the entire country. I'm writing this down too. Mount Olive Sour Pickle. I think as long as we're talking about the packaging, I think it's worth talking about the Grillo's Pickles mascot, who yeah. I'm going to go ahead and say is a whole mood. <laughs> yeah, this guy is chilling the fuck out, okay? He's a pickle in a lounge chair. He's got uh, he's got a belly full of pickle seeds. Mm-hmm. Um, he's wearing a cool hat that says Grillo's. I don't know if he works for it or he's just a fan or whatever. Maybe he's, he's the, president. the king he's of the it. president yeah. of Grillo's. <laughs> he's got he's got some pretty sporty sunglasses on. Like he's got like or maybe new wavy. Uh they're very angular, right. the sunglasses he's wearing. And then he's got some flippy floppies and he's relaxing on one of those uh one of those lounge chairs that has like uh uh vinyl tubes stretching across it in alternating colors you know the kind i'm uh, talking yep, about yeah. that you just buy at the grocery store or something i know we've been speculating on the show as to what the vibe shift is going to be um uh-huh. i think it's gorilla's <laughs> pickle mascot <laughs> i think it could be pickle chill could be yeah. the new i'm gonna have a pickle chill summer <laughs> yeah so these are really like something nice about this is that they come in a plastic they come in a plastic bucket and this plastic bucket you can really see the dill and the garlic floating around in here. So you really trust this is a real product, uh, really made by uh, a cart in Boston, Massachusetts in 2008 from a 100-year-old recipe. So this is a brand that has just really cropped up nationwide in the past five years, maybe. And that's maybe you haven't heard everybody knows Vlasic and Mount Olive and all that stuff in Clausen. Somebody, when I was very, actually, when I was starting out just doing this food stuff, somebody told me, the refrigerate pickles in the refrigerated section are always better than the ones in the non-refrigerated section, which I think is true of the blue cheese dressing as well. So and so people and, and most in the refrigerated section, most grocery stores only have Clausen, and Clausen are are good, but they're not transcendently good. I think these are the only nationally available pickle that I would say is remarkable. There's a lot of regional brands that you sometimes find in your fancier stores and your Whole Foods or whatnot, but this is like the, a national brand where I think like the crispness is so good. It's so much better than your average supermarket pickle. And the flavor is like, this is the only one that I buy repeatedly and, you know, eat all of. Yeah, Bill, these are great. These are so tasty. Uh, Yeah, you're right about the crispness, uh, very crunchy. And I like that the the flavoring on it, the, the dill and the garlic and stuff, it's kind of slight. It's not overpowering. It's uh, it's kind of mellow. This is this is great. This is an awesome. This is an awesome pickle. And so you never saw these either before. No, uh-uh, I haven't noticed them. Oh, wow. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm a fan. Cool. This combined with their aspirational mascot. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm in. I'm all in on Grillo's. These are great. I'm delighted to be able to introduce you to these. They also, and I think they have additional, um, they have a spicy version of the, of the pickle spears. I think they also have pickled chips now that you can mm. put on your burgers and stuff. Um, but this brand is, is really worth checking out. Bill, in the time it took you to describe uh, the backstory of uh, these pickles, in that <laughs> like 
45 seconds of you talking, I ate an entire pickle of pickle. I ate two <laughs> half pickles um, because I was enjoying it so much. And then I turned it around. I noticed, I look, I mentioned the dill and garlic floating around in here. Here goes a grape leaf as well. These are wow. These are a quality product. I would say you're absolutely right, Jordan, that the number one quality of these uh, Grillo's pickles is that the texture is like recognizably vegetal. Like it seems like a real piece of a cucumber uh, that has been pickled. It has uh, it has a soft interior and a crispy exterior, crispy, crunchy exterior. Wonderful combination. Great flavor. Uh, Another very trenchant analysis. Five forks. Welcome to the Platinum Play Club. <laughs> we can't. We can't steal other people's catchphrases. <laughs> yeah, we can. I just did. Oh man! All right, Jesse. Now drink the brine. Drink the brine. Brine back, baby. Yeah. Uh, I, th- this is great, uh, Bill. Thank you very much. In my opinion, uh, these are these are two for three. Very good. Uh, very good hit ratio. Fantastic. Oh, Jesse took a sip of brine. That's good nice for you, brine. that pickle brine. Is they it? sell brine by itself now these days. Like for like in the supermarket, you can actually find you bottles of pickle juice or whatever. Like apparently it's got a lot of restorative things for athletes and stuff. I don't know. Who knew? Do you guys want to take a break while I Google Grillo's pickle mascot rule 34? <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Of course, every, every Jordan. Every single week, the members of Maximum Fun make this program possible. Our thank you, Max Fun members. You're great. And this week, we're also sponsored by some great businesses. Now, a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Hey, Jesse. Yeah. You ever uh, you ever done this life thing? You ever done you ever done life? I've been working on it the last forty years or so. <sighs> it can be overwhelming. Do you agree or disagree? Oh, there's a lot of it, and I'm talking about stresses. I'm talking about sadnesses. I'm talking about exhaustions. I'm talking about burnout. Oh, man. Some people are burnt out, and they don't even know it. Uh, something that has helped me in that regard is therapy. I do it every week. I've been doing it every week for 10-ish years now, and it's one of the best things I've ever done for myself. Uh, it really can help with all the stuff we mentioned, lack of motivation, irritability, fatigue, and more. Um yeah, getting therapy is just a great way to deal with all the junk that life will inevitably throw at you. And uh, one possible avenue for getting yourself therapy is BetterHelp. Um, here's what they do. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It can be much more affordable than in-person therapy. And you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Our listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com slash JJGo. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash JJGo. We're also supported this week by the good folks at Stitch Fix. Now, Jordan, you know that I have children. <sighs> I've seen them. They're beautiful. You should be very proud. Thank you. I am. Uh, one of the things that my children love to do is wear clothing. Ooh. Now, 
As much as I love to shop for clothing for myself, sometimes it can be a chore to find stuff that satisfies their criteria. One of the things that I love about Stitch Fix is I can put in their sizes. I can give them an idea of uh, what kind of clothes my kids like, what kind of clothes I like for my kids. And they will put together either a delivery box, of which I can keep anything I want and return anything I want for free, or a special little store for us to pick stuff out from. Uh, It's a great service, and it's driven by uh, not just your answers to a cool style quiz, but also an actual human being on the other side who picks clothes for you. Yeah, it's a blast. I love to do it. I was looking around my personal little store this week to get a couple new items to freshen up the wardrobe. And uh, Jordan, you can wash your clothes. N- what? If you want to freshen up your wardrobe, you what? can just wash but, your clothes. You, uh, I need a you pen. Have an I, in I gotta... apartment washer dryer now. Oh, I've just been keeping melons in there. <laughs> Sign up today at stitchfix.com slash JJGo to get $20 off your first purchase. That's stitchfix.com slash JJGo to get $20 off your first purchase. Limited time offer. Purchase within two days of sign up. Keep your melons wherever you please. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. <laughs> keeping melons in there. <laughs> It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, mouthful of chips. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) I'm Bill Oakley, formerly known as Captain Sixpack in high school. (laughs) (laughs) That's because you love sodas so much? It wasn't soda. <laughs> Sody pops. It's because you drank. So- oh, it's because you were so ripped. I'll take that. Fine. That's, yeah, that works too. You were on the you were on the uh, water polo team, and you had a really strong core. What was uh, <laughs> yeah, that, Bill? What was Captain Sixpack putting away? <sighs> Usually, whatever was cheapest. You know, we used to back in the days we had Wiedemanns, red, white, and blue. Mm. Uh, uh, you know, Paps maybe right. that kind of thing. Okay. I Wiedemanns, red, white, and blue. Sounds like a product that was made up for like the movie Diner or something like that because they couldn't get the rights to Pabst. Oh, um, those are two separate beers, by the yeah, way, both uh, which cost less than two dollars a six pack when I was in <laughs> high school. A hundred, a hundred percent. No, I I understand that completely. I that just sounds like the greatest uh beer in the history of 1977 or whatever yes uh it, it's couldn't really be bad. lost we, i don't think they have you know they don't have the really shitty beers anymore like do they like they're that are the beers that that, that really sell for super cheap yeah i think nat natural ice just kind of like took over that whole market the rest yes. of the market yeah, yeah yeah and it's not even that cheap i mean not that much cheaper than budweiser yeah and it yeah. seems like pabst kind of did a did a lean in when it was like a hipster signifier. And now yeah, I think yeah. they do like hard seltzers and yeah, yeah. you know, golden ambers and stuff. Hard like coffee. That. They had, they had oh, yeah. hard coffee. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. It used to be the, there was a time when it was, it had such a glory moment as the dollar beer in a gross hipster bar. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. That, that brand will forever be that. I don't think it can ever change. <laughs> They're still leaning into it, at least here in Portland. Yeah. Um, Brian, we got a couple of calls in the old call bag. 
Hey, Jordan, Jesse, and hopefully Alicia Tobin. Um, this is Sam calling from Vancouver. Uh, I just saw a truck for a hypnosis company, uh, Giraffe Pats Hypnosis specifically, uh, with the custom license plate, you are sleepy. You are safe, S-L-P-Y. So that was pretty great. All right, have a good one. I, I, what I like about this, look, it's a clever license plate. Mm-hmm. When you're being hip, hypnosisized, they say you're getting sleepy, right? It's very cute. I just like the idea that a hypnotist needs a truck like a plumber, right? Well, you know, just you need... full, it's full of pocket watches and yeah. chains. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like it sounds like it could be dangerous to drive that in a public street because people might start falling asleep at the <laughs> yeah. wheel. Yeah. <laughs> if they read the license plate too much. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Custom hubcaps that have that spirally thing. <laughs> <laughs> I love everything about this hypnosis truck. Wouldn't you love a house call from a hypnotist? Right. Or is it like a mobile thing where they can like, um, you know, just park it outside of a, you know, food and wine festival. And while you're walking <laughs> around getting your rosés and your funnel cakes, you can... It's so much more convenient than having to go to the fucking hypnosis plaza. Oh, thank you. I know. Parking. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. And then you have to deal with, do they even take my insurance? (laughs) You know what I mean? Do they even take my, just come to my house. I'll pay cash. Bring your hypnosis chair. Yeah. I don't know. And yeah. And will I think I'm a chicken every time someone says Walla Walla Washington? Yeah. I mean, that's that's been a big problem to me, to go to the plaza whenever I feel like being a chicken. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know? They could just come to you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, I got this yard full of grubs. Mm-hmm. Uh, has anybody ever done one of those, like, hypnotist shows at, like, an office party or something? Has anybody ever... I feel like I I know those from, like, TV and the, like, convention of someone turning into a chicken, but I've never, like, seen one or had it done to me. I just got I, I just discovered that in the put this on Instagram, somehow the messages got switched around and flippy flopped, and all of a sudden there's like two thousand messages from two and three years ago. And one of them was from a guy who wanted to do a trade with me where I was gonna trade him some cufflinks or something, I can't remember, and he wanted to trade me hypnosis. Wow. Like he would hypnotize me into something if I gave him some some cufflinks. And I don't know exactly what I would get hypnotized to do. Like I don't smoke cigarettes or anything. I'm not afraid of flying particularly. So I don't know what the hypnosis would like unless it was hands-free orgasm. I don't know what else I would <laughs> want out of even that. I mean, I'm fine with my using my hands as necessary. So um, uh, I, I wasn't sure what I would get hypnotized by. I don't know. We, I mean, we had that erotic hypnotist on Jordan Jesse Go that one time. Wait, I think I was on that episode. Yeah, I think you were. That's true. <laughs> yeah, it was in Portland, Oregon. Have you, Jordan? Have you ever been to a hypnotism like show? No. Yeah, that's. I was. I was saying. I. I. It, I only know it as a like convention from tv and movies yeah i've never i've never actually seen it done i feel i think i might have been to one in las vegas like 15 years ago or something like that they definitely still have them would you would either of you let's say you're not i'm not talking about a show in las vegas with 800 people in the audience or whatever 
let's say you're at a staff meeting for Portlandia. (laughs) (laughs) It's like a, it's like a, it's like a rap party or something. They've got a hypnotist there. Jordan, you've been invited Mm -hmm. just because of your reputation. Sure. Um, as a cool guy to have at parties. Yeah. I'm friends with Virginia Jones, who's been on Portlandia. Maybe she could, I could be her plus one. Yeah, you're, you're Virginia's plus one. Uh, would you participate in the hypnotism given the opportunity? It's a little – I think it's the same reason that I'm like I've, I've, I'm nervous about like hallucinogens. It's like I don't, I don't yeah. want to see the, the depths of my own darkness. I totally <laughs> agree with you, man. Yeah. That's totally – that's not a workplace kind of thing. Even I don't want to see it anywhere, but yeah. especially the work in front of my coworkers. Bill, wh- let's, take it, let's take it to a state fair. You're at a state fair. Would you do it? <laughs> no, I would never do it anywhere. You could become a blue ribbon chicken. <laughs> I would ne- I'm, I I'm worried not, no. that whatever – I would pee in my pants. I'm worried that yes, like whatever – That's also a very valid concern. Whatever happens, I would just pee in my pants. Even <laughs> that's, if that's your not same like concern with the hallucinogens. Yeah. Same concern with uh, why why you never took the GREs. Mm-hmm. All was about issues. bladder control. I can understand that. Let's take uh, let's take one more call. Hey, Jordan, Jesse, and guest. I was calling in for your segment, fashion advice that Jesse gave me in a dream. So I was standing in a cafe, and Jesse walked in. I thought it was perfect. I walked up, introduced myself. And then I asked him, you know, hey, what should I wear to a Dave Matthews band cover band concert? And he gave he gave me Mm -hmm. some ideas and some tips on what I should wear. And I thanked him. And he asked me what the name of the cover band was. And I said, it's the Dave Matthews band 2042. (laughs) Uh, But anyways, I was at the concert. I was kind of towards the front. Can you pause this for a second, Brian? I try and I think it's fair that we fair to say that we try and discourage people from just calling in with a dream they had. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, obviously, look, it, there's no greater truism than no one wants to hear a dream you had uh, besides you. Um, but I, I'm going to make I'm going to make two exceptions to this rule. Number one is if you dream about skinny dipping down at the watering hole with Jordan and mm-hmm. you get a look at his, you get a sure. look at his hog. Yeah. I mean, if you get a look at Jordan's hog in your dreams, you got to report back and let us know how it looks. Yeah. <laughs> now, of course, do we know that it looks great? Yeah, of course we know it looks great. This guy's got a hog on him. You wouldn't believe. Yeah. Get out of my dreams and into my hog. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> say, uh, I would say. You can say. I would say the other the other category is cover bands of the future. I think <laughs> very funny that it's the name of the cover band is Dave Matthews Band twenty forty two. Very funny. Okay, press play, Brian. And the band was really like grooving, and they liked how I looked, and they they invited me back after the the set to to talk a bit. And I chatted them up and they said I had a good fashion sense. I thanked them. But then I asked them why they were the Dave Matthews band 2042. <laughs> and they said because yeah. they just needed a number. Uh, so anyways, um, thanks for the fashion advice in a dream so I could meet a cover band for a band that I don't really even listen to at all. So and thanks again. I uh, love you guys. Bye. What kind of fashion advice do you think? 
What is the futuristic version of a cotton baseball cap with a worn out brim, brim so that the brim is showing through a little bit, like the cardboard and the brim is showing through a little bit? Yeah, maybe I'm just thinking of like a, just like a tinfoil silver drug rug. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like. Do you remember? Yeah. Do you remember the time when just all bros in the entire world wore those cotton baseball caps with the brim? that was artificially aged mm -hmm. so that the uh so that the edge showed through a little bit and then it was like a college sports hat and it said cox on it yes that's very memorable because <laughs> there that's the university of south carolina right the game cox oh, yeah okay and and but but by putting by putting cox on the hat you're making a bold statement that doesn't really have to do with sports. Yeah, it has more to do with cocks, I would say, like hogs, penises. Exactly. Yeah. Pretty clear. Members. It's right there. Yeah. Right there in the stitching. Yeah. They stitch it right on there, Jordan. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> should we make should we make hats in that style that say hogs on them? <laughs> oh, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Let us know. Would you yeah. buy the hog hat? Yeah, 591-ROCK, 591-ROLL. Mm -hmm. Give us a call. If you want to give us a call, 206-984-4FUN or jjgo at MaximumFun.org for your voice memos. Let us know how Jordan's hog looks. We'll be back in, your in just dreams. a second. In your dreams. If you've actually seen it, please keep it to yourself. <laughs> uh, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. La, 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 la. I'm going first. It's me, Jackie Kasian. Man, she's always this bossy. Uh, hi. <laughs> I'm Lori Kilmartin. Uh, we're a bunch of stand-up comics, and uh, we've been doing comedy like 60 years total with <laughs> both of us, but we look amazing. And, uh, out. We drop every Monday on Max Fun, and it's called The Jackie Laurie Show, and you could listen to it and learn about comedy and learn about anger management and all the things. And Jackie is married but childless, and I'm unmarried but childful. So together, we make <laughs> one complete woman. Is that just what that one's going to end? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and we try to make Kyle laugh just like that and say, oh, my God, every episode. It's a good job. Jackie and Lori Show, Mondays, only on Maximum Fun. La, 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 la. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. We're also supported this week by the good folks at Magic Spoon. Look, if you're eating healthier, if you're looking to get something that is satisfying for your breakfast, but also satisfies your sweet tooth uh, without a bunch of carbs and sugar, Magic Spoon, a great option. Very, very tasty. Now, what is Magic Spoon made out of? Science, not grains. It's made out of science, Jordan. And it's full of uh, it, it's full of great nutrition, and it tastes great. It tastes like those uh, sweet and tasty treat cereals you love from your childhood. Or, in the case of my favorite flavor, peanut butter, a little savory, which mm. I like. Yeah, uh, Zero grams of sugar, 140 calories, 13 to 14 grams of protein, and only four net grams of carbs in each serving. And hey, if we're talking about the honey nut flavor, which I definitely want to because that's a great flavor, uh, that one only has one gram of sugar. Um, There's some new flavors here. Uh, oh, yeah. Not just honey nut, 
There's also cinnamon roll, which is very nice. Uh, and of course, Magic Spoon, known the world over as the only breakfast cereal that my kid Frankie calls Magic Poon. Go to magicspoon.com slash JJGo to grab a custom bundle of cereal and be sure to use our promo code JJGo at checkout to save $5 off your order. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. Remember, get your next delicious bowl of cereal at magicspoon.com slash JJGo and use our code JJGo to save $5 off. We're also supported this week by the folks over there at Zip Recruiter. Jordan, it is summertime. Mm Mm-hmm. And I want to save all of my time this summer for the sea dew, baby. <laughs> Heck yeah. Now, do I have a lake to ride it on? Not yet. But my plan right now is to tie a rope to the back of my car, tie it to the front of the sea dew, and spend my summer riding the streets of Southern California. <laughs> Jesse. But- uh Here's I mean, problem, I, want though, that, I want that for you. I want that for you. There's but... a problem. Jordan, there's a problem. I'm oh a gosh. business owner. What oh if I God. have to do some hiring? That's going to soak up all of my time that I would have been using writing my sea do behind on the streets of Southern California. Here's, here's what you need to do, Jesse. That's why you need ZipRecruiter to find great candidates. They do <sighs> the work for you. Of and course, now... the crew. The Crute, the Crute does the work. And now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash JJGo. Here's what they do. They use powerful technology to find and match the right candidates up with your job. It's the number one rated hiring site based on G2 satisfaction ratings as of January 1, 2022. Jordan, I've been using weak technology. This whole time I've been trying to find and match the right candidates to my job with a freaking yo-yo. Well, you're a fool, Jesse. You're a fool. ZipRecruiter has been here this whole time. Soak up all that Summer has to offer and let ZipRecruiter do the work. Ready for the URL? It's ZipRecruiter.com slash JJGo. That's where you can try it for free. Again, ZipRecruiter.com slash JJGo. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. La, 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 la. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Uh, Jordan Morris, boy detective. Bill Oakley, a.k.a. Captain Sixpack again. Uh, Bill, you have a new Audible show. I'm excited about this. With Natasha Leone. Yes, this is... I got to tell you guys, I have never been so delighted by something that I personally wrote. <laughs> and you literally have a business named after steamed hams. <laughs> yeah, but, I, but and this delights the shit out of me because I got to go nuts. This is a thing on Audible. The name of the thing is Space 1969. It is a, <laughs> co- a retro sci-fi comedy. Uh, it is it is gigantic. It's a it's an audio book. It's kind of there's this, I don't know whether it's specifically a podcast or an audio book, but it's ten episodes long. It was the longest thing I've ever written. So I wrote it by myself, 552 pages <laughs> script, and. Uh, it's an amazing, it's a saga um, that takes place in kind of an alternate reality. Natasha Leone is the star, as I said, where Kennedy was shot in 1963, but did not die. He only lost his, uh, he lost one of his eyes. And when he recovered, he was, he was a little bit, a little, he acted just a little bit strange. He uh, ended the Vietnam War immediately and decided to thrust, throw all of America's efforts into a colonizing space immediately. So the series begins in 1969. It's a day of the, his third inauguration. 
Uh, Natasha Leone is a n- nurse on this American space station called the Liberty Bell. Uh, and she's a, just disenchanted with space. Um, I won't give away too much more than that. But if you go to Audible uh, and search for Space 1969, you will see it. Uh, obviously, there'll be links to it on my Twitter and Instagram as well. If you follow me, um, it's coming out June 30th, but the pre-orders started uh, this week. I I love this. I love everything everything about it. Uh, Thank you. When you're when you're casting and when, when you're casting a film and television star for your sci-fi audio epic, is that just an email you write, dear distinctively voiced acting genius Natasha Leone? Uh, how would you like to be a space nurse? I didn't do it personally. Uh, someone else did it, but it was, I wrote it with her in mind. This was one of the most remarkable bits of kismet that it was. This thing, as I said, it took probably a year to write. And the entire time I had her in mind as the voice of this, of this character. And I literally couldn't picture anyone else. And, and they were pitching other people to do it, uh, other actresses and stuff. And I was like, I just can't, it can't be anybody but Natasha Leone. And, and didn't seem like we were going to get her. And then all of a sudden audible did it or whatever. And, it happened and we got her. It was a miracle. Um, and also because she's so busy with the Russian doll and all of her other stuff, um, we recorded the whole thing in two nights. Um, and she did an incredible job. Her performance is so good. And she like, you know, I'm talking, we're talking thousands of lines here. Um, and she did an amazing job. And I think the only reason we were able to do it was because we were able to squeeze it into her schedule of, of doing it in two days. I had the same thing. I wrote this audible original for Rosie Perez, but that we could not get her. They ended up with El- Helen Mirren, though, and it, it worked out pretty oh, well. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was really nice with Helen Mirren. Good in everything. Helen's good in everything. Yeah, she yeah. is good in everything. Uh, well, yeah, get out there and uh, pre order Bill's uh, audiobook on Audible. Uh, join the Steamed Ham Society. Yes. If you like food, if, you're, if you really, if you enjoyed our conversation about these pickles and these Doritos, this is the kind of thing that happens 24 seven and the steamed ham society. <laughs> 3 a.m. You want, you I'm want, I'm telling to... you, man, you, you want a recommendation for some sort of barbecue sauce at 3 a.m. Yeah. You log on to our discord and you will get one yeah. and it will be a very, very, it will be an excellent thing. Um, not to mention there's merchandise. There's, um, and there's different levels of membership as well, including a, a, a tier for rich people where I mail you a box of my, of my favorite snacks instead of you having to go get them at the supermarket like Jordan and Jesse did. Gosh, that's, that's the dream. I'll know I've made it when I can afford the uh, Bill Oakley <laughs> custom box. Yes. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to this. I'm looking forward to this Discord. Love the Steamed Ham Society. Love to join a club. Uh, Bill Oakley, thank you for joining us on Jordan Jesse Go. It's always nice to see you and and talk to you, whether or not there's an erotic hypnotist present. <laughs> there has been this whole time. Her <laughs> <Our> mic's been <laughs> off. <laughs> uh, Jordan Jesse Go is the name of our program. Brian Sunny D Fernandez, our producer. Valerie Moffat on the stream this week. A special morning record. So you better go subscribe to the Max Fun uh, YouTube channel so that you can catch these when we put them out because we're only doing them live. Uh, we're on Twitter at Jordan underscore Morris and at Jesse Thorne. We're on Instagram at Jordan David Morris and at put.this.on. You can find us on Reddit at MaximumFun.reddit.com. And our theme music is Love You by The Free Design, courtesy of The Free Design and Light in the Attic Records. We will talk to you next time on Jordan Jessica. I'll hug you and kiss you and love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Love you.
MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.